0: Hey everybody, this is Mel and Brooke from Moms Art 2. Okay, before we start the episode, stop listening right now and rate and review us on Apple
1: Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to watch us make a fool of ourselves, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moms Art 2 and get video episodes each week. Alright, onto the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are just two moms in search of inspiration. While creating questionable comedy.
1: Moms are (laughs) two. Silly. Silly. A wedgie, a front wedgie? No, it was a back wedgie, wedgie wedgie, one side.
0: Yeah, just my right cheek. Just it went up from my right cheek. Got it. So it was fine. It wasn't a front wedgie. Holy shit. I would have had to stand up and like shake it out.
1: <laughs> you're like a dog getting scratched your leg. Yeah. Now, next time I know what it is, you're like, oh, oh I'm front wedgie. Oh, got it.
0: So, oh my gosh. Speaking of which, we'll get to Stacia. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what segue is front wedgie and Stacia? No, but the coronation <laughs> They said oh. that Camilla had a wedgie and she was like moving around in the chair like she had a, a like a front wedge. I know. How do we know she had a front wedge? She I don't. Know. It was on Twitter. I don't know, but she they she had gas. Maybe, and I think when you get that old, you don't like you just fart. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder you don't, if you
1: even hear it or you can't hear it. I don't so think you
0: care anymore.
1: That there's yeah, there's that. Or I think you just you you let it go, and because you can't hear. Maybe, but you can feel it. Do you know what else I think it is? I think
0: that older people like that old, they like to smell their farts because they're like,
1: I'm alive! (laughs) (laughs) That's how they know. This is
0: how I know that I'm still alive. (sighs) They remember what they ate the night before. Right. I did eat breakfast. (laughs) There's the eggs. Broccoli. (laughs) There's my salmon. That I had from oh,
1: do say. I wonder, like, do you farts? Because you know what you eat changes the way that you, yeah, taste down there. So you know, like, Come apparently again? when you have <laughs> pineapple, it oh, changes the way that you taste down there. Interesting,
0: yeah. How do we know that
1: exactly?
0: Somebody's fucking making shit up. But or yeah. but like, I mean, asparagus makes your pee turn yellow. Makes your
1: pee stink. What well, and, and stink. But I heard somebody say one time, I won't let my husband eat asparagus because it makes his pee stink. I was like, it's like that? It's like that? That's a really? shitty like, wife. you're not leave allowed her. to yeah. eat asparagus?
0: No, that's a deal breaker for me. get out. Yeah,
1: leave. Get out while I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Anyway.
1: Um, oh, but front wedgie, coronate. Okay. All right. Yeah, so the just, coronation. I mean... What did we say? There was like a a meme of where uh, a Gen Z was like pointing to the the TV while it was going on and said, what century are we in? Like, is this actually happening? And it's true because (laughs) you think about it when Queen Elizabeth was. uh,
0: That was last century. Yeah. But it was like the The 40s or
1: something. Yeah. Yeah. Like my my parents weren't even alive yet. Yeah. So that's a whole two, three, yeah, four, even generations of people who have never yeah. seen something like that.
0: Yeah, and I, I was first of all. I mean, how long could he possibly have? I'm not trying to kill the man or anything, but seriously, how long could he have? And yeah. I, I've seen videos of him, like where he's had little temper tantrums or something about a pen or, you know, whatever. Well, and he I'm was like
1: fussing in the in the car. I right? know in the cart on the way when he his got carriage. There. Always carriage. Yeah. Yeah, Is uh, a cart. I
0: th- his cart. <laughs> hey, King, what cart you going to
1: take today? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think, like, he's fussy, but he's also never had to fucking do anything for himself his entire mm-hmm. life. And so can mm-hmm. you imagine even, like, William, what he's like? Like, gross. I'll bet these people... Like, I've seen him... I saw him in a thing where he was, like, shaking hands, and he was like, yes, it's so nice to... And somebody was... <laughs> Somebody said, um, Oh, William, are you so excited? Or are you nervous about tomorrow? Well, we're really nervous, but hopefully the weather will be great. And then he like moved on and I was like, Fucking, what is that? You're not <laughs> That's not normal behavior. Like he was trying to be one of the people by saying things about yeah. the weather.
1: Except his face yeah. was all fucked up. Like he was like masked. Like he doesn't know. He right. He doesn't know how to be him. In- it's like us after we had kids and then we went out in public. For yeah. the first time, you just don't know how to act. Here's the like, baby. <laughs> you like just laugh when this is fun. Funny. Yeah, exactly. But you like still yeah, rock yeah. back and
0: forth. You
1: I are. still do that. You're, yeah, I do too. I still
0: rock back and forth because I feel like I'm still like holding a baby.
1: I don't know. We have a, we have a great
0: show. Today. We do. <laughs> Stacia's on the show. Stacia Wellborn, who is a realtor. She is a friend of a friend, and boy, am I glad that we met her because she's super inspiring and she's got her shit together. She's like a ball of sunshine. She she is. I, like
1: her whole vibe was just really happy and positive. It's and, southern and yes, oh. it's just it was easy. It was a great interview. Really informative. It's it's also. No, it's a, it is. It is inspiring um, to just remember to always love where you are right now. Yeah. Because it's going to it's going to even if you don't stay in that yeah. world that it will contribute to your next phase, your next interest. Yes, one thing leads yeah.
0: to the next to the next to the next follow one the thread.
1: One thing leads to another. Dun, no, nope. Heard, Let's get to the episode heard. before this keeps
0: this happens. <laughs> <laughs> pets, boots, pets, pets, real, real.
1: Dumb that, real, real? Silly. What?
0: I am really excited that you're here, Miss Stacia Welburn. Um, thank thank you. you very, very much for joining us. Uh, I want to introduce you a little bit. Sure. Stacia is a friend of Jessica, who is a longtime friend of mine. And how long have you known
2: Jess? Um, we met when I was pregnant with my son, and he's nine and a half.
0: Okay. Oh, my gosh. A long time. She's yeah. like the most beautiful zen person. Her feet, Her body and feelings just come off of her like she's always hugging you. It's,
2: they do. it's just
0: incredible. I think that's why I need her because she's like this light of hug and it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. So um, Stacia is a realtor, but she didn't start out that way. And I wanted to get you on because a just said you're amazing and inspiring. Um, but you've also gone through major transitions in your life. And, and I think that women out there, parents out there, Sometimes we need to hear that you can make it out okay and you're not fucking dying.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's such a crazy hard road. Um, so tell us a little bit about some of the transitions that you went through. You said you, you, you were a dancer uh, through high school and stuff.
2: Yeah. So actually, my parents were amazing, paid for me to um, go to college to pursue dance. Oh, wow. which now in hindsight, I'm like, oh my gosh, bless them. <laughs> really? I mean, however, it did lead me to, I did teach dance. I decided not to pursue the the New York performance route. I just wasn't cutthroat enough for that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but i did teach children for many years and then transitioned into teaching pilates oh that's that's more a, than yeah. dance
0: yeah that's a nice transition knowing your body so well through dance and all that stuff and being able to transition into pilates that's a, that's a very good choice
2: yeah and at one point when i was younger and before i was thinking of having children um, i was considering going back to grad school um, to become a physical therapist okay um, but when I did all of the research and I kind of dove into that, as far as figuring out if that was the right path or not, yeah, it felt like it wasn't the right path and it wasn't the right time. It would have required moving. We had just relocated here. Um, and by the time I got out of school, I knew I would probably be ready to think about having kids and I didn't want to be committed to like a 40 plus hour a week job and a, hospital or clinical setting yeah with a new baby yeah and owing lots of grad school loans Holy so God. i decided that wasn't the right path um and then i opened my little boutique uh pilates studio behind the house that my ex and i bought um was a garage and we renovated it into a little pilates studio it was really sweet and beautiful and i taught privates and duets for okay. i think 12 or 13 years oh my gosh that's a long time mm-hmm. that's like a career yeah, yeah. That so that was teaching dance, then private plays instruction, and then had my son. Um, and Lincoln. So, I, yeah, he's amazing. Um, and once I had him, I I slowed down a little bit in my teaching, yeah. But I wanted to to keep you know maintain it. Um, but it was amazing because I could come in and every two hours, and I would nurse, and our nanny at the time was a neighbor, and she would like make beautiful lunches for us and oh. the, you know, she would fold clothes and sweep the kitchen. I mean, so she was like taking care of me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just him. And
1: and we need taken care of too. See, that's so cool. I think that
0: one of the things that we've realized in our generation of women is that you don't have to go in nine to five, right? You don't have to completely leave your family And I don't know where that came from or how that happened, or if it was
1: through generations of ingrained, like structure of saying that that's the women's role and that's the men's role. And, and to say that we either have to stay at home or we work these nine to five jobs where then someone else is raising our kids. And I think now that we're in this different wave of technology too, that that's not necessary. like yeah. much to your point. you converted your garage into a studio that sustained and and built a business for yourself for a decade. like that's yeah, really impressive. and I honestly, it's smart. yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: sometimes we just have to look around us like you did with your garage and go and see the possibilities, whether it be the garage or an extra room or a a place like I have a studio here in my house because it was like I have this space and this is what I need to do with my life. And I got to make it work in for, you know, as a career. And I think that that's so exciting because sometimes, as we're going through life, we just go, 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 and if we just stop to look around, the fact that you, like Brooke, I mean, a decade—that's huge. Crazy. That's amazing. That's really inspiring. Okay, so you were Plotties and then t- <clears throat> you, I, you, you wrote. We always send questions to our guests beforehand so that we are prepared and not idiots, but we'll still be idiots. <laughs> so um, but it's you, helpful. You, <laughs> yeah. You, you wrote about how two weeks before COVID you got a tenant in that space and tell me a little bit about that transition out of Pilates and making it a, a rental space.
2: Yeah. So like you said, I, w- I was teaching out of there 10 plus years. So it was probably 12 or 13 by the end. And, um, if you've ever been in a teaching role in any capacity, it's very intense and you're 110% on all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's also with, you know, having my own business. If I wasn't physically present in that building with a client, I wasn't making any money. Yeah. Um, And so like, I've got to at that point, I I was a single mom with a two year old. um, And I was like, I've got to make some kind of shift because I'm feeling burnout. I don't. I still love Pilates and believe in in the method and all the things it can do for people, but I wasn't, I didn't have the same passion for it that I did when I started the business. And I was starting to feel that coming through my teaching, I didn't like that at all. Cause I've always been, you know, pretty committed and passionate, whether it was teaching dance or Pilates. And that didn't feel good. So I was like, it's time to transition. It's time for a change. Um, and I explored a lot of different paths. Um, there's a great book that my boyfriend passed on to me called "Designing Your Life." And okay, um, write that down. Really,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It really. <laughs> well, encourages... we're recording too, so we can like
0: go back on it. We don't listen to our we don't own listen to our, so our so own stuff. podcast. That's why I'm like <laughs> write it down, <laughs> write it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it really encouraged like like explore the paths, like go down almost like in my mind was like a sunburst of options, right? So go all the way down all of these different paths to figure out like, is that something that really feels right? Like you gotta get kind of deep in versus just like the the seed of the idea, right? Yeah. Like I kind of had to go in and let it grow a little bit and learn and deep and and dive in. So you know, I consider going back to school for, um, occupational therapy at that point, um, instead of physical therapy and hoping to end up in a school system, um, you know, working with kids as an OT in school, because it would align again with my son going, you know, into kindergarten. Um, and then, um, that was going to require a move and a judge basically said I couldn't move. So that was a whole, whole thing and had to work through that acceptance. Um, And, um, then I looked into like buying a, an exercise franchise. Um, there's several here in town that have done very well. Um, I kind of went down that path, looked at financing that didn't feel like the right thing. Ultimately I thought about expanding my Pilates studio and just becoming more of the manager, um, versus like the, the one instructor and getting commercial space and growing the business. Um, but I just didn't have that passion for it. You yeah. know, I, it was like, would it have been a logical thing to do? Yeah, because I already had a client base. So it's something I knew, you know, I yeah. could teach Pilates in my sleep because I knew it so well. Yeah, um,
1: that doesn't sound fun. Though. But if you're not happy and you're not passionate, then yeah, like you said, yeah. you got to find that groove and whatever that is for you, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's exciting,
0: yeah. though, too. talking about the paths. We're, we're definitely going to read the book and then we'll maybe do a podcast on it, too. But. Because that's courageous to be able to go, listen, I'm going to follow this because I'm actually going through this right now with my career because I have five things that I'm doing and I feel like I'm doing all of them just a little bit, even though yeah. one of them – I'm you know what I mean? And so I feel like – but as a single parent too, going far enough down the path to realize – that's very scary, I think, probably for some people because you're like, I have a child. I, I It's scary. But the fact that you did it and you're like – and you're saying, just do it. You have to do it to be able to find that. So then you found your real estate stuff.
2: Yeah. So I'd always had an interest in real estate and, you know, I was always that um, – connector person that was like, Oh my gosh, I saw this house in the neighborhood and it'd be perfect for you. Right. And I just always had You're like a, a stylist,
0: um, a housing stylist. Yeah. I had
2: a beat on, on the real estate in the area. And it was just, you know, I enjoyed that. Um, I'm definitely a people person. I love being with people. Um, I think people generally get to know me and like me and trust me fairly quickly, which is a really amazing, yeah. um, of attributes to have when you're in real it's estate because you're you're yeah. meeting new people a lot and and it's a big life transaction you know yeah. big financial transaction and also just buying a house is a big big emotional decision um and so being able to connect with people but also make them feel confident that you know i'll get the job done and yeah. i'll advocate for you and i will dot all of my eyes and cross all of my teeth and make sure it's done correctly um so i decided to go for it I, you know i had enough people say you'd be really good at it you'd be really good at but i was like well there's a million not a million but probably a lot. close to like, yeah 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 3000 plus agents in our smallish market so i was like well yeah but there's already so many yeah like why would anyone choose to work with me i'm going to be new i've never done this before yeah you know and I took a chance. And once I committed, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing it. I'm going for it. And how
1: how did you? This was one thing I was really impressed by, too. And you you mentioned this in your um, response with us is that you had these almost like these programmings, like, well, why would they choose me or why, you know, like they, they have their own and everybody I know has like knows five agents that are, mm-hmm. you know, more why, what was it? What did you tell yourself or what did you have to do to say? No, no, no. Shush, shush, shush. Like, yeah. I'm going to go do this. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to go do it and they will choose me because I feel like we are our worst like yeah, enemies when it comes to pursuing things that we may want to do because we're telling ourselves like, well, no one will hire me. Well, I don't have any experience. And especially like, you know, I'm at the age that I'm at now and these people have been doing it for a decade. Like, what did you tell yourself?
2: I mean, I guess ultimately I was like, well, why not? And at that point I didn't have a lot to lose because it was during COVID. My son was doing virtual school, um, I had my tenant in place, which was a travel nurse. I have a lot of travel nurse nurses and um, film industry people because we have a, a, a pretty decent film industry. We call it Wilmywood, so oh, not Hollywood, but we're Wilmywood. That's cute. Um, so that that passive income had become really secure, which has been amazing. Um, and because I bought my little bungalow twenty years ago, that that passive income was paying my mortgage and utilities. Wow which was huge. Yeah. Then it was like, I could breathe a little and I'm like, okay. So I realized there's going to be a transition. It might take a little while to build a client base, but I know I can pay my mortgage and utilities. Wow. Right. And probably buy groceries. Yeah. So it's okay if it takes a little while. Um, And then I, I'm no longer with this group, but I did join a team when I first started and it was a good place for me to launch because they had some systems in place. Um, and I had that built-in network of people to bounce ideas off of and to help me gain some confidence. Yeah. And to be able to say, hey, I'm on this team that has a lot of experience. You know. And yeah. that helped me gain my own confidence. And then after nine months on the team, financially it, it wasn't the right decision for me to continue there. Um, because I was able to do, you know, a lot, a lot more for myself on my own. Um and so I switched companies and firms and and went out on my own, which was also a little bit scary. But at that point, I had built up enough confidence that I was like, I can do, do this. Like I've got what it takes. Yeah. I'm going to make it happen. So from learning, yeah. from working those nine months
1: with them, you kind of gained some of those, like those missing pieces of what you maybe weren't sure of, like on your own, just doing the book and taking the test. Yeah. To like like the marketing stuff. And, yeah. and Mel, weren't you like, that's why yeah, I actually, didn't pursue it because I didn't know how to market myself. Yeah, I got my real estate
0: license when before before I moved to Panama. Um I, I got my real estate license, which by the way, the test is freaking hard. I don't there's a lot of people that yeah. don't pass it right away. I did pass yeah. it, thankfully, because I took one of those classes that's like guaranteed to pass. <laughs>
2: <And so laughs> I, I studied like, my ass off. Yeah. And that's how I passed. It is I had a stack it, of note cards like this thick. Did you? Yeah. Did you take them in yeah.
0: there and sneak and did you no, cheat? No, they oh. have like cameras. At I know them. they, they do. Yeah.
1: Station, All right. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, They're
0: serious <laughs> about it. They're serious about yeah. it. But yeah. after I passed, I got, you get letters from, you know, Keller Williams or K- Compass or whatever saying like, would you like to join our team? And so I joined a Keller Williams team and I just remember being like, I don't know where to get signs. I don't know how to take my I know how to take headshots, but like the photo is supposed to be so that's another thing I was gonna ask you about is the practical application of this. Cause I feel like real estate is something that is never gonna go away, right? Um and if you like I have Zillow and Realtor.com. I have all of these apps on my phone because I'm constantly looking at like just even in my area <laughs> or I'm gonna move to Hawaii. So let me see what what pricing is going on and you know whatever. She's um, not just moving because to Hawaii. I do i do love it <laughs> wait are Shabbat. you moving to hawaii I, no i'm not
1: moving to hawaii oh, sh-
0: forget it. loaves of bread in hawaii are like eight dollars
1: <laughs> yeah it's
0: crazy
1: like it's like panama dog. in the way that like there's nothing everything's being produced imported. everything's imported, so you get what you get and you don't yeah, get upset I mean,
0: well it's dumb <laughs> um all right hawaii is dumb so but all of that stuff of like How did you, practical application, you took the test, you got on a team, but how did you figure out, other than, you know, getting advice from them and stuff, like, give me some steps. So if anybody is out there that wants to become a realtor, some of the things that they can do, what are the top three to five things that you did that you're like this was the mistake I made and this is how I would do it now.
1: I think Mel's changing career. She's like, I, I already I have might. my license and I had her on because I need to know what to do next because this podcast Listen. is not working out.
2: No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, actually we're doing great. Yeah. Okay, so steps. <laughs> um I was quick to be recruited and felt like that was a big honor by this team. Yeah. Um. And they are. They were very particular about who they selected to join the team. Um. Cause it was a small group of women. Um. And they wanted to make sure. You know, there's a pretty thorough vetting process before they decided to to have or you know invite me to join. I did not do my research and homework on commission split. Aha. Uh-huh. And being a newbie, I was just like, okay, sure. I don't know. I didn't know what the norm was. And then I found out and then I was like, Hey, my production has been really high. Like here's my gross sales volume and been working really hard. I'm a team player, like need a little more. And there wasn't much movement on that. Um, which ultimately ended up being a blessing because it was right for me to go on my own. I've been, you know, a solo entrepreneur for so many years. I think that ultimately was where I needed to be. Yeah. Um, So definitely do your homework and see what different firms offer and make sure, you know, you find the right one. I was just kind of quick to, and I didn't, I didn't go with just one, one firm. I had considered others, but um, I didn't do as much homework maybe at the beginning. Um, And then I would say, secondly, joining a team at the beginning was very helpful unless you have a really good network built into the firm that you're with. Um, You know, if they're super hands-on and supportive with new agents, if they Uh, have people to help you with marketing and and where to get your signs and things like that. Um, Yeah. So if if a lot of firms are hands-off, you know, um, and so having that team where it's like, they they had all the systems and they just plugged me into their systems, right? Oh, that's good. So that was really helpful.
0: Hey, everybody. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about this new thing that we found is called Moonlight. It's amazing. We're still reading to our kids at night, and I can be honest with you, sometimes it's tedious because we're reading the same book over and over and over and over. Well, let me tell you, Moonlight is incredible. The magic of Moonlight is simple. It's the experience of reading together with a projection on the wall. Because tablets, yes, are a staple for many families. And digital books can be overstimulating sometimes for little kids. And honestly, they leave little room for imagination. But Moonlight bridges the gap between traditional and digital books. Their playful projections, vivid sound effects, and read-along features make this multi-sensory storytime a delight. Moonlight is here to help you create imagination-filled, interactive bedtimes for your whole family and make storytime magical again. Use the code MOONLIGHT10 with our link to get an extra 10% off your purchase. It's very cool.
2: Oh, this is a big one. Oh, good. And this, my my current um leader in in the group that I'm with now, which is Remax, um, and she's in a unique position in that she's an owner of the company, but she does not carry her real estate license, and so she is there to truly support all the agents, and she's amazing. Yeah, shout out to Alicia, she's amazing. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Alicia, and um, she told me when I decided to sign on with Remax, she was like, I highly encourage you to get your own domain name and your own email address that is not Remax. She said, I would love to think that you're going to be at Remax forever. Yeah. But she said, I know sometimes things happen and, and life shift happens and you may not even be in this market anymore. You know, you may, you may move somewhere or you just may decide we're not the right place for you to stay. So she was like, don't go through what you just went through transitioning here, which was all new email addresses and it was a difficult transfer with the IT department, you know, getting all of my old emails and old files and it was not easy. Um and I think they make it that way a little bit on purpose to yeah. kind of keep people because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I've talked to quite a few agents that are like, it's just so much work to transition to a different firm. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it is. But for me it was worth it. Um So yeah, definitely. So now I have my own, you know, domain name, wellbornrealty.com. And then my own email address, stacia at wellbornrealty.com. And those are what I use now instead of anything that has Remax in it, because that will carry with me in the event that I ever do need to make a shift. Oh, So that was a really great tip. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's huge. I feel like that is something I, we should do too, Brooke, with like all of our e- cuz we have a shared email for moms art too and then we each have our own individual email and then we have our blind toe production company email and i feel like that might be something that like maybe we just don't use our personal email anymore <gasps> <gasps> i don't know i don't know <laughs> things, but yeah that's a really that's really really huge especially thinking about switching firms and then you have compass.com or whatever at compass right. and then you leave and uh, access to all of those previous clients and emails not that you want to poach or anything
1: but like no but those are your client if you got that business those are your yeah. clients right
2: i mean that's yeah that's true um but also just like you're you're required to keep all correspondence for three years uh, in case anything ever happens so it's like i really you, you know, can't just bolt yeah, you kind of have to keep track of all that stuff.
1: <laughs> Do you have the yeah. uh, LLC your your business then, like because like your personal, even though you're working with an uh, an agency,
2: you don't have to, but it's smart to yeah yeah for okay. tax purposes yeah yeah. Okay. So I have uh, mine is I think Wellborn Real Estate Services LLC. Got it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, that's awesome. And yeah. we want to know now, Madame. What did you fail at this week?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is kind of an ongoing fail. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got him. We got him. Yeah. Um, time management. It's really tough right oh, now. That's universal. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just um, <laughs> I think part of it is a season of life, like single parenting, you know, a very bare, bare hands on mom. Like I love spending time with my son and just, I, you know, cherish that. Um And also being in a long term partnership um, and making sure I make time for that. And then also like, oh, yeah, I need to like exercise and take care of myself and and run a business (laughs) and be there for my friends. I have some friends going through some really tough stuff right now. And, you know, it's like I want to be there for them. And so um, I mentioned in in what I wrote to you guys, I, I, I listened to I think it was a podcast or I can't remember if I read it or heard it in a podcast, but. I, it really stuck with me and resonated of thinking life as not um, like balancing, you know, how people say, like, I just don't feel like I have balance in yeah. life. And I'm like, yeah, no, you never will, because it's not like 50% and 50%. Right. There's a lot of percentages. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe in this season of life, it's 40% family, 30% work. Fifteen percent self-care and fifteen percent friends. And that yeah. kind of gives me my my, you know, and right now that kind of feels like what it needs to be, but it all, doesn't always work out. But that it can way.
1: change and it can evolve. And that's a that's great visual. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt, but that no. that's a great visual. In fact, I had like in my head, you know, those diagram, the circle diagrams yeah. of like yeah. this one's the this big. Yeah, like yeah. At, at what scene, colors what, each and seeing what and how that changes, right? Like you were saying in the different seasons you're going to be there for your friends more. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. feel like we're always over scheduling ourselves as Well, and I think mothers I think yeah, for
0: sure. We're definitely there's not enough time in the day. But I also think we because you're right, broke about the it being a really good visual too because First of all, I'm a hard copy kind of person. Like, I can't just do things in the air or on my computer or whatever. Like, I need paper in front of me. So having the idea of actually making a graph with those things to clarify what you are doing right now as sort of like a Pinterest wall or whatever it is. What, is the, what are those things called? Like a Where vision you make board. A, like a vision board. Mm. And then knowing that it can change, but also knowing that, like, I think... We Like you said, it's not balance, but I think also all of the things that you listed that you want to have in your graph don't always need to always be in your graph. Right. Is that a graph? Is that what it's called? Or like a
1: flow chart. What is that? Is that Mm -hmm. what it's called? The circles with the... Circle graph. I think it's like a... productivity chart
0: we're not science we don't know science we're we're yeah we're in the arts but that is huge and we actually are our last month we had uh langdon on who was talking about balancing and and stuff and she was saying and i don't know why it resonated with me then but also with you saying this and putting it sometimes you have to hear something nine different ways until Mm -hmm. stacia comes in and tells you straight (laughs) what you need to hear. Exactly. And I feel like that just hit me because sometimes you have these 10 years where you're not going to be good at your career because you are focusing on family and you're focusing on your aging parents and you're focusing on your kids. You know, this is their 10 years of growing that they need you the most and they're transitioning into these amazing things in their life or whatever. And so I feel like sometimes we are really hard on ourselves yeah. If we don't fulfill that one sliver of the graph and understanding that it, it's going to come back around. You're going to make space for it. And it's okay that right now that isn't in the biggest slice of your graph.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's Because it's always yeah.
0: changing. And we just have guilt, right? We want to do all of those things. And if we look at it like balancing, like you were saying, it's not 50-50 because no. then there's always something that's falling off you know, and the then edge. you feel there's bad, so yeah.
1: Instead of just yeah. I, and that boundaries are a big thing too. I think, like with our friends, and you know, with as busy as you are, and when your friends or your parents or things or people are going through things, there's only so much you can do. And and I think knowing your boundaries of of what that is or what your priorities are, and and
2: how much time you're willing to
1: give to those things are important. Yeah. Especially the business there. owner,
2: you know. Yeah. And you can't- I definitely have been hard on myself um, yeah. in, in not meeting certain expectations that I have set for myself. And my partner was like, Stacia, I challenge you to write down everything you do every day for like a week. Oh, shit. And yep, he was like, everything, like, got up, um, made breakfast for my son, made lunch for my son um dropped him off at school came home exercise walk the dog you know like write all of those things out like ran to the grocery returned five client calls sent out ten emails like he's like write them all down and then maybe you'll feel like you're accomplishing everything and more than not yeah. feeling like you're meeting those goals so you know So true
1: I used to do that when my kids were really little and I was transitioning out of being busy for me to Yeah Than being just mom and I felt like I'd kind of lost myself and I wasn't doing things for me or like I just wasn't being busy. I wasn't being productive. And so what I would do is I would write down all the same thing every night. I would write down all the things that I did that day. Like clean the house. I scrubbed boogers off the wall. I, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. Just to. And then
0: you kind of feel like
2: a badass. You're like, oh,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I got booze. What if you can't make time to write your list? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we have voice notes now, right? I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, Stacia, I am so happy that you came on with us. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I feel like thank you, you for given
1: me, me.
2: Well, it's so just, it's just a
1: reminder, too, that you know we think that we're on these certain paths in our lives and bless your parents for supporting you in that because what yeah. that ended up doing with dance and my you know my parents did the same thing in theater school and i just think oh my god like what were they they were all like yes girl <laughs> go yes you got this there was no backup plan there was no and right. uh, but you know what that did is it set me up because you have to adapt you adapted from dance school to pilates uh business yeah. owner to now being at that set you up to be a business owner f- and to have flexibility in your life and create your own schedule, um, whether you're not you're doing dance right now or not. It was these are all these wonderful stepping stones that you embraced and 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 made help shape your life. Um, and I, I think that's really commendable. And um, and yeah, we we've all learned we should not be so hard on ourselves. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: really. you're the string the string of your life. How things like you were saying, Brooke, with the like dance led to Pilates, Pilates led to... But also being a, a person who loves to teach and mm-hmm. loves humans mm-hmm. and cares about them emotionally moving into real estate because you're genuinely taking care of people. Like yeah. you can be yeah. that therapist for them and make sure they feel safe. And if somebody is doesn't have that quality... That's a very difficult situation to be in as a buyer or a seller because you're scared, right? Even if you've done it nine times and you're just flipping a house, it's still really scary. And to have somebody like you on our team, that's huge. So thank you for doing that. So if I move to North Carolina, I'm going to come to you.
2: Yes. Come on. Wilmingwood. Nice I'm coming yeah. to Wilmingwood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, <be> I'm so
2: excited.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank, you, Thank Stacia. you. I think I said your name wrong
2: earlier, which is
1: so dumb. I'm so sorry. So no, tell us where we great. can find you, Stacia. How, where where are we at on social and all that?
2: You know, so that's an area I could definitely grow in. Um, <laughs> and maybe I will, but I, I do have Facebook. Um, yeah. I, I don't do a lot on that. Um, I'm really bad with Instagram. I think I have an account, but I just <laughs> hardly get on it.
1: Yay, good for I you. Know. Well, if we have any um, listeners in the area, in the... Uh, North Carolina area, how can they get a hold of you if they need like an amazing realtor?
2: So, the best thing would be just look up my name. You can Google me, it's like I'm everywhere. If you Google my name, you know, through Remax or through my website, wellbornrealty.com. Um, and all my contact info is on there, and you can read my bio. And um, if you email me or call me or text me, I'll definitely get back to you.
0: Yay, awesome. thank you all right yeah. lovely lady moms are too got something to tell you right now today
1: oh remember that time you picked up a tent on the side of the highway and you thought that you like and you thought the car up the street on the side of the road with all the stuff had, lo- had lost it so you went to get it and you tried to give it back but they were then they were gone yeah it's so, like you like passed them and yeah. then you saw you saw them on the side of the road and you kept driving you saw a tent so you turned around and you picked up the tent and you uh, <laughs> drove to them because I guess they had a bunch of stuff in their car anyway. But they were gone, yeah. And then you were like, "Well, now I have a tent." And so you said, "Well, you know what? It's fine. I'll just sell it in the you know in our neighborhood garage sale, unless it smells." And then <laughs> she said, she doesn't, doesn't want to be known as the smelly people." Because didn't know that it wasn't my tent. Right? She's like, the tent smells now. Listen, like, I did she did my best. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, what are you gonna do with that tent? She said, I'm gonna sell it in the garage sale unless it smells. Because if it smells, then everyone in the neighborhood's gonna think I smell. And so, no, I won't sell it. And then you went, and it's a big ass tent.
0: <laughs> I sold that motherfucker for her 150 bucks. Ew. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I tried to chase them down,
1: and she forboreed it.
0: I ate it for a minute, just for the sale. <laughs>
1: I just thought that shit was funny. Wow,
0: you made it through the whole episode. We really appreciate that.
1: And you know what else we would really appreciate? If you went to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and rate and review Moms Art 2 It really helps us so much and lets other
0: future listeners get an idea of what they're getting themselves into. That's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mom's Art 2 is produced by Rob Adler with Brooklyn Frequency. Music by Kai Sample.